Hello everyone, welcome to the show today. I am pleased to be here with Gary and Douglas Melcher. I'm at the Ag Classic in Colorado and I'm here with some farmers. Welcome to the show today, Gary. Hello. So can you tell us a little bit about your farm? Um, I came back to the farm here about three years ago and farming with my dad and he's been in Colorado for about 40 years. What do you grow here? Uh, we have uh, corn, which we uh, have two different varieties that we specialize in, a traditional field corn, and we grow, also grow an inogen corn for the ethanol plants, as well as some sweet corn. Now, do you grow GMO sweet corn? Yes, I do. They're very proud of it. Um, everybody thinks it's the best sweet corn out there that they've ever had. Now, you were telling me earlier that you sell a little bit of corn at your farmer's market. Can you get, tell us a little bit about it? It's the same sweet corn that I sell there. Um, I've been selling at farmer's markets as well as uh, to local grocery stores. How many acres do you grow? Uh, sweet corn, just two. And how about everything else? 500 acres well, of between corn and wheat. Once several years we grow milo and soybeans, and depends upon the weather. We're coming out of 10, 12 years of really dry weather. 2015 was better, but we've, we still had some dry weather. We had nine inches of rain in May. We didn't have to water anything in May, <laughs> irrigate anything, and uh, it sure sure helped the pocketbook out. So any great stories you'd love to share with us from the farmer's market? You know, it's just always interesting to get out there, especially in a rural community where you would think that uh, your local consumers would understand ag issues and understand the importance of all types of ag culture but you get out there and you realize there's still a lot of the stereotypes and misinformation out there even in the small rural communities that you have to deal with and so you know it's one of the more fun things i get to do there is actually visit with people whether it's other vendors or uh, the consumers in there that all food supplies are safe and that's the one thing that you know, really shocked me when i first started doing it is people thinking that traditional ag is not safe even in the small communities and my gosh that's just further than the truth than anything can be so good to know that the same things happen here in colorado is what happens in wisconsin where i come from uh... one thing i wanted to ask you about was so you sell product at the farmers market and it is primarily women that you are selling with have you had any great discussions with people who come in to buy your product you know we always have a great discussion it's you know the one thing is, is I pretty much am willing to have any conversation anywhere, so there's always probably one of the more interesting ones is actually with another lady that does a farmer's market, and she does prim primarily organic, but the great thing about uh, that is neither one of us really judges each other, but we have great discussions and can really get down to the issues and understand each other's operations and not uh, demonize one over the other. And I think that that brings up a great point that that is really important today that we work together, that there's room for all of us at all of us to be working together in agriculture. So the theme of this egg classic is about sustainability. So can you give us a little snapshot of your farm and what you do to be sustainable? You know, it's there, there's probably a lot of different things. Um, I have to really take my hat off to my dad, um, being from a generation that was pretty much just labor, 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 push through everything. You know, he's really um, been the lead on it and brought new technology in to be able to make these advances to keep our costs down. 
and you know take less trips over the field so on that aspect you know we've done a lot of improvements just with technology to keep our costs down yeah uh, there's a lot of cost of input that to get started in that but long run it really will take us to that sustainable aspect so what's been the thing that you have seen that has changed the most over time well i started off helping my dad you know when we were six or seven i come up from a family of, of 14 and i was the third oldest and uh drove an f-20 we mobilized with an f-20 and we we had guidance back then in in uh, the early mid 40s early 50s and we had a uh, two disc displays put on the front of the tractor on the tongue and it 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 ran in that furrow, the plow furrow, and it would go in a square or a circle, however you laid it out. So, you know, guidance is not a new thing. Precision guidance is. But uh, we, we grew up in Texas, and, and cotton was the main staple. And uh, it, took, it took a lot less water. And, of course, the farm we grew up on didn't have much water, 50 gallons a minute. And so... We made it sustain it, and nowadays I don't plant every crop every year on every acre. <clears throat> we rotate because we raise seed wheat, and we always have ground that's out of wheat for three years to plant our seed wheat back on. We rotate corn on the wheat stubble, and we do strip till and just as little as tillage as we can. Basically, two tillage operations strip till and plant that's the two operations we have on our corn on our row crop wheat takes a little more we have more more spray involved in in the wheat ground and in the summer fallow ground so what has been the thing that you've taken away from today's sessions at the colorado egg classic you know i really appreciated all the speakers and you know, I loved the frankness of them because I think when we walk around the issues and are not just coming out straight and talking about them, people shy away from that. When we're frank, even if it's not exactly what they want to hear, at least they know we're telling them the truth. And so we can at least have an honest conversation from there about that. So, you know, listen to those. But being sustainable, you know, it's broadened my aspect of just my operation alone. Um, or our operation and you know just a few things that we were doing where I, I'm doing some vegetables and and sweet corn and things doing some niche market is helping our smaller operation become more sustainable because we're looking at different revenue sources well said well thank you Gary Melcher for those comments and I appreciate all that you do in agriculture this is Kim Bremer Ag Inspirations reminding you to always smile be kind work hard stay humble and never stop learning